Today's guest is Beth Harriman, Maine-based creator of The Do Loop, an eco-friendly, locally sourced pet accessory designed to hold bags of dog poop. Since first bringing her widget to market in 2019 at the Super Zoo trade show, Harriman has sold over 40,000 Do Loops around the globe, each for about $8.95. Not bad for someone who's been out of the workforce raising kids and had no prior marketing or sales experience. Beth Harriman joins me by phone. Welcome, Beth Harriman. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> nice to be here today. <laughs> now, you came up with a local solution to a pet peeve of mine, and that is people who leave bags of dog poop to pick up later but then don't. And even more inspiring, you've done what everyone dreams of. You had a good idea and took it to market, and your product, the Do Loop, is having a moment. It appeared in People Magazine in Real Simple. Let's start, Beth Harriman, with just some background about you. Set the stage for us. Where did you grow up, and what did you imagine you'd be doing with your life? Oh, gosh, that's a big question. Um, I started out moving around a lot with my family and um, ended up going to college um, in Cincinnati and studying fashion design. Um, I've always liked art and design, Um, and then I got married and um my husband's job has taken us all over the world and um and we had three kids and at 1.5 pets and so it's just been kind of a reactive life versus sort of having this this plan going on um to be honest with you and um more recently uh, we've moved to Maine almost 10 years ago, which sounds amazing to me, and we just love it here. Um, but it was like in the last few years, I found myself, it's like kids were gone, pets were dead. Um, now now what? And um, anyway, my kids thought it uh, absolutely um, necessary that we adopt more pets um, because a house without pets is, you know, just feels empty. And um, anyway, Bella and Angie came into our lives. Now, if you were to try and explain the process of creating the do loop using like a recipe as a metaphor, could you just, what were the major ingredients of the product and what were the basic steps? Um, the major ingredient was absolute desperation. I'd say, <laughs> I'd say, start with desperation and stress. Um, add plastic that you bought for no particular reason, um, um, and then go looking for knowing what your need was, but not knowing what the need looked like. And I don't know about you, I do like all my best thinking at around four in the morning. And so I just, I had sort of an idea, um, but I thought now, but I, it wasn't formed. So I thought, well, what store has like a lot of SKUs, just like a lot of random stuff. What is SKU? Um, um, like um, in stores, every item has a, has a number. Mm-hmm. And so like, if, like a five and dime, we'll just have a bucket of SKUs because they carry everything from, you know, soap to thread. Um and so I went to down to Mill Creek to the True Value, and um, and just literally was walking, like utterly slowly. That's a good place. Absolutely, it's a perfect place. And um, 
was literally just walking super slowly, looking for anything that would spark any any idea. Um, and this silly potato masher, um, like kind of one of those old-fashioned zigzaggy potato mashers. I was like, that's it. Um, so I went back home with my um, little plastic and got out my um, little pan. You just melt this plastic in, in water, and then you can... Um, you can endlessly reuse it um, and it's also biodegradable which is cool and I just started mucking around. Um, Where did you get the plastic? Um, oh gosh probably I saw it on Instagram oh, or neat. something, okay. something silly like that um, but it comes in a little jar and um, and honestly I started I made it for myself and I was just kind of playing with it and seeing if it worked um, with Bella and Angie and um, yeah, honing it. And it really did make life easier because I'd looked online. My husband helpfully showed me like all these other things that were on, you know, Amazon that, that did the same thing. But, um, and I, and I bought them, but the, the problem was is that they weren't stupid easy to use. You know, you needed two hands or you needed like a surgeon's precision to, you know, thread things onto stuff. And I didn't have two hands. I needed I needed a third hand. Now, the article written by Hannah LeClaire for the Portland Press Herald reported that you've sold roughly 40,000 do loops for roughly eight ninety five each. So that's about $350,000 in sales, according to my math. Can you tell us roughly, like, how much money was on the line? How much had you invested in the business before you made your first sale? Like, was there a big, big upfront investment? Oh, my goodness, too. And that is not, I'm not, when I'm looking at that number, that's way high because I'm thinking I've been mostly selling wholesale. Um, So I definitely not made that much money. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. Oh, no, not even close. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, um, I've, I've sold like 40, because Hannah, it was so funny, she asked me the question. I thought, I haven't even thought about that, um, to be honest with you. I mean, we sunk in, you know, uh, a lot, um, a lot, like over $150,000. And I got to tell you, like, I don't do that. So um, I've been sort of living in fear, you know, that's retirement money um, of getting, you know, making it back. Um, what was the bulk of that um, cost? Was it just the professional services associated with designing the product and getting it to market or like the raw materials? Well, like just a mold um, to get a mold made is, you know, like $20,000. So that's a lot of it. And then, you know, I've paid, there's all kinds of silly things that go into it. Like, you know, I, I knew that I didn't know much, um, but I definitely didn't know how much I didn't know. And I didn't know a lot. And, um, and one of my friends said to me, she's like, just take it one step at a time, because if you don't just like, just do the next thing. And then if you don't want to do any more, like, don't do any more. But um, that was kind. That was super freeing for me because I tend to get overwhelmed really quickly, um, and we'd spent like 
$20,000 originally sort of on basic, you know, pre-mold and things like this. And I thought before we spent any m amount of money, because that's a lot of money, um, you know, is this even a thing? So I took it to a, um, as a, as a visitor to a, another trade show. I'd never been to a trade show before and, um, and learned the lesson that it, um, an NDA would be a really smart thing to have, uh, before you start <laughs> showing people your innovation in a huge industry that you have no connections in. Oh, that's um, funny. Oh yeah. I know. One person said to me, he's like, you're not showing this to people, are you? And I was like, what? And he's like, <laughs> you haven't given it to anybody, have you? And I'm like, maybe. Um, so there you are. Um, <laughs> living, nope. living and learning the dream. <laughs> what were what were the biggest hurdles in this process of you taking this product to market? Honestly, getting, I think, just sort of awareness. I. I was kind of like that whole, um, you know, if you build it, they will come. And I didn't, but I didn't design it originally because we had dogs before and I carried dog poop the whole time and literally never, it's kind of, it's like nothing I ever thought about. It was just like what you did. And, um, and I would have just carried Angie and Bella's poop without mindlessly too. Um, had I literally been able to, but given their walking style of wrapping my legs and, and all, you know, so much poop, um, it just, <laughs> and the fact that if they ran away because they were really afraid of us when they, we first came, they were afraid of everybody. And so I knew if I dropped a leash, you know, that one of them would take off and, and they wouldn't come to anybody. And if they got on a busy street, it was just, it, that's, that was really what the stress was. Um, and then I just thought, well, you know, <laughs> carrying, it's so convenient not to carry it. It's that I think a lot of people, because, you know, I, I go in Robinson Woods a lot and I see dropped bags or I live by Fort Williams. Oh, yeah. And you see it's them so on annoying. The yeah. And there's nothing cool and about having trash cans like scattered throughout Fort Williams or throughout Robinson Woods so that people don't have to carry them. And, you know, we've been in London, you see them on the sides of the street. I mean, people, they mean to pick them up. I, I don't think anybody wants to do the wrong thing or they tied it to their leash and it just fell off. So they didn't know they dropped it. But um, I just thought environmentally, you know, I, I did it because I was desperate, um, but it's just convenient. But people don't, I think it's like one of those things you just don't even think that, about what you're doing because there hasn't been anything that was easy enough to make it worth using. Was there a lot of legal, Was yeah, was there a lot of legal and regulatory stuff that you had to overcome or was it not so bad? No, I have, I do have, I've got three trademarks. Um, when you ask like, what did you spend money on? Lawyers. Um <laughs> I have a patent and I've got three trademarks and um, and I'm already being ripped off but I, I don't really because it's not a food and it's not like a medical device um, it's not particularly regulated hmm. per se well that's good um, yeah and you know Gary when we were yeah I mean some things are because their health and safety this is not a health and safety thing it's it is an accessory um i don't think you could hurt yourself with it 
or you'd have to be super creative. Yeah, it's a really interesting shape for listeners. It looks to me like almost the the outline of one of those little hair dryers that you sometimes get in a hotel. You know, that kind of shape, but the handle is thin so that the bags can kind of slip down with the knot on one side and then it carries. It's really interesting. Last big question, Beth Harriman. How has being a successful entrepreneur changed your life? Has it changed relationships? Has it changed your attitude about life? Oh, I don't think I'm a successful entrepreneur. I am still a small fry just um, just, just trying to get to work with the, with them. Yeah. Well, um, how has the but, but but you have developed a product and now you've been featured in the press and in big magazines, Real Simple and People magazine and now on the Keep Up with Cynthia Dill podcast. I mean, you've basically arrived. I know. No, I was I was so flattered. <laughs> no, I was so flattered. I was so flattered that you called and and everything, but uh I no, no it's it's like it's super cool to get to talk with people like yourselves and I was thrilled to this with Real Simple she was so cute she's just like um, she lives in Brooklyn and she said she had you know her coffee in her hand and her leash in her hand and her dog did another one she's like ah she's like I needed a loop last week and so it's been that's so good but I think I think being a woman in business and again like still trying to climb out of the amount of money that we put in um it, yeah. <laughs> I find I find being a woman in business is like my social outlet. Whereas my, when my kids were little, you know, I would meet people through, you know, school events and their activities. And now I just love. I feel like you said I meet so many interesting people, men and women, but women especially, um, like yourself, who just it's it's very inspiring to have um, you know someone have a, a good idea and you know, in this great country of ours, be able to do something with it. Um, Beth Harriman, if, if listeners want to find out more about your business or purchase a do loop, how can they, how can they do that? Um, they can email at um, info at the do loop and it's spelled D-O-O-L-O-O-P.com. Um, there's a lot of information there. Um, as somebody said the other day, she's like, oh, you're the poop lady. And I thought, oh, my God, <laughs> I'm now the poop lady. <laughs> like, how far I've come. Um, <laughs> there we go. I like I'll, I'll own that. Um, so, yeah, they can email me there. I've um, There's a phone number also on um, on the on the website. And I'm very happy to answer any questions. I focus mostly on Instagram. But, again, that's kind of anyway um what's your instagram there. account it's do loop dogs oh okay good all right and, and there yeah bella and angie make a lot of appearances on there they're my spokesmodels oh that's fun well i'll definitely follow you well beth harriman thank you so much for joining the podcast and i wish you the best of luck thank you so much for having me this is lovely Take care. Appreciate it.